folks. Please keep your hands and arms inside the train. I'm sorry, but you've thrown off the Emperor's groove. Not right now. You're getting your wishes, so sit down! Hot dog! I got a Tsum Tsum this weekend. <gasps> so did I, and it's on my desk, and it looks at me, and it goes, me, 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 me. Are you guys hooked on the Tsums now? They're cool. Mine hooked. says I love New York, so it's true. I do. I'm already thinking Tsum about Tsum. all the ones that I can get when we uh, when we go to Disney in December. Laura's going to have a Tsum Tsum pyramid. That's right. Just a big pyramid of all the Tsum Tsums, nothing but the faces looking at you, like nightmare-esque. <sighs> goals. Tsum goals. Okay, uh, let's get started. Uh, hi, everyone, and welcome to Disney Philhar Podcast, where three Disney-obsessed former cast members relive the magic and learn facts they should already know. I'm Laura, and I'm here with Allison and Andrew. Hello. 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 <laughs> we How did it. that for an intro? Come on, you guys. <laughs> so, welcome to episode seven. dun da 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 Milestone. Lucky number. Mile- Lucky number seven. Milestone again. Get out of here. It is milestone. You know what? It's our seventh episode. Total. It's a big deal. Okay. Yeah. We should get a seven-week seven, seven week trophy. Let's do it. Okay. So, news. <laughs> Let's get started. Another slow news week. Oh, yep. Let's see. Uh, officially, the Jungle Book Alive with Magic show at Disney's Animal Kingdom has ended. Oh. So, wow. It's kind of sad. Ooh, does this mean any progress on Rivers of Light? None that I've heard, but I hope that's what that's what this means, that they're trying to get that started up soon. Oh. They've pushed it back so many times. Yeah. Oh, I read an article about, um, I can't remember where, where it was, I think on, um, hmm, like an investing magazine website, like Motley Fool or something, and they were talking about... How Disney, Walt Disney World attendance was down this year, and all the factors uh, going into that, and uh, I guess how it wasn't—they weren't—they're not doing as well as they had in previous years. You know, for daily ticket costs going up, uh, they said that the Animal Kingdom. And what made me think of this is the Animal Kingdom at night. I guess isn't doing as well as they thought it would. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think that it would do well though. Especially if you could ride, like, Cali River Rapids at night and stuff. It's got to be such... I don't know. I'm very excited yeah. to go there. I was home this weekend visiting family, and I was periscoping a bunch of different concerts and stuff and just seeing what was out there, and there were a lot of Animal Kingdom night periscopes. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't want to watch them, though, because I didn't want to ruin it for when we go there in less than, like, 93 days. So. I know. I'm doing that, too. It's no spoilers. Trying to, well, I was trying to avoid watching everything, but now I know that I can go ahead and watch a spoiler for the Rivers of, I mean, not the Rivers of Light, but the Jungle Book Alive with Magic show because we won't get to see it. Yeah, we missed the boat. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. No, no, honestly, not intended. What did it sink? <laughs> we baloo it. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. No, more like you baloo it. <laughs> <laughs> Jungle Book. Please so continue. now uh, the podcast is down to two people. <laughs> <laughs> so Andrew, did you know that it's September? So that means Disney is starting to celebrate Halloween. So Boo to You has started. The Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party has started and up. Boo to you and you and you and you and Boo. <laughs> and you and you and you and you and you. Happy Halloween. <gasps> oh yeah. Oh I my gosh. I swear that 
That Happy is, Halloween. It's sponsored by like Dentist John from around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Kissimmee, Kissimmee Teeth. Kissimmee Dental. <laughs> oh, because they give you so much candy. Celebration Cavity Center. It's <laughs> so the much best candy. Part. I like I remember when we were cast members though and we went. Not only were the costumes crazy and it was cool to see different things on Main Street with you know, not just the normal garb, but just how much candy we had. We had like a styrofoam cooler full of candy. And that was oh, one person. Yeah, when we got back, we, we combined all our candy together and we had an endless amount of candy was, probably until uh, December. And it was good candy. It's good candy. They don't skimp. Wasn't, no. Wasn't Smarties and Circus Peanuts. No. Who do you? That's one of my favorites. Yeah, that parade is great. I watched two scopes of it over the past week and I kept missing the part with the grave dirt. Grave diggers and the shovels, which is my favorite part. It's the best part. Oh yeah. And the headless horsemen. I remember taking videos of it and it was so hard to get because like they were so dark, but like the sparks were so bright. They would just it's like so neat. mess it up. I remember you, um, and Justin came when we were on the program when we all went together and that was one of my better memories. Oh, and Betty, right? Nope, mom wasn't there. Okay. No. But uh, that was the same time that Andrew made the Mad Hatter hat out of glow sticks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was a hit. It was. I remember you describing how you were going to do it to me, and I I was thinking, uh, okay, yeah, that sounds sounds good. <laughs> Came out great. All I had was a green golf shirt. You got to go, you know, you got to improvise. Yeah. <laughs> Not all of us have cat ears that we can just put on and say we're a cat. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. <laughs> yeah. I have a neat picture of you guys on Buzz Lightyear. So there's all the neon colors in there, and then you have on this bright neon green hat made out of glow sticks <laughs> this year we're going for christmas next year we should go for halloween Ooh. speaking of hats <laughs> did you guys have to wear any hats when you worked on your program oh i did i did you did? did i had one for outside of my globe costume you could wear one it was optional oh when i was working strollers and gift stop package pickup huh well, I ask because that's what we're going to talk about today. Hooray! Not only hats, but all of your costume and costuming in uh, Walt Disney World as a cast member. So here we are, episode seven, and we're going to tell you everything we know or we can remember or that we can track down information on about costuming. So most uh, jobs, you don't wear a costume, you wear a uniform or whatever else you want. But here, uh, the uniform is called a costume. As uh, you may know, Disney likes to pretend everything's a show, and so you'll hear terms like on stage or off stage or backstage, um, cast members, as you know already, and costumes. So um, what you see as a guest uh, when you're on property is everything is going to be on stage, and backstage or off stage is what's behind those fences that you don't see. So um, one of the things that you don't see is the costuming department which is a place, uh, a building that they have in each park, and this is where cast members go pick up their costume. So uh, a lot of the inner workings that I can remember that were pretty interesting about being a cast member is they give you, uh, well, they don't give you, but they tell you to go to costuming, so you go, and then you let the person know uh, who's working there what you're what role you're in, role, not job, role, and they tell you what you need to go and pick up from the racks, and that's gonna be your costumes. So for example, you have to go pick up a top, a skirt, an apron, 
and you'll go into the racks yourself and pick those up based on what size or you have to find the right size. Now that's how it worked at Disney's Hollywood Studios because that's where I worked. I'm not sure if it was different for you guys, was it? At Epcot, just picture a warehouse of all of the ugliest clothing <laughs> you could possibly yeah, yeah. find. A sea of khakis. <laughs> all ah. the khakis, all the black jeans you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so shorts, shirts, hats, yeah, everything. And then you would just bring back a sack full of the costumes you wore for the week and return them, and they would wash them, and you just go back to the racks and pick out more for the next week. So, um, or you would pick up your three costumes and drop them off, and then realize that they don't have any of your size left, so you <laughs> never return them and wash them yourself. Yes, I had to do that. Yeah, I think it I was did slim. too. Slim pickings. Yeah, for sure. So I had to hang on to anything that I like. I could had to hang on to anything that I could get. Yeah. It was just weird, weird too, because like the darker shirts, you could tell like, ooh, this one looks new and it's got that like fresh folded cardboard look, you know. <laughs> and then there are the ones that are sun bleached, and you just think like, <laughs> oh, this costume's seen some stuff. Seen better days. Uh, so, yeah. So too much sun. We're gonna get into uh, in a little bit about what each of us war when we were uh, on our own programs, our college programs. And um, um, right now, Laura's going to tell us a little bit about what's called the Disney look or the foundation behind costuming. So, Laura, what did you find uh, about the Disney look? Well, um, I just so happened to save a, a lot of interesting stuff from my program. And I'm surprised that I hung on to this. Actually, I'm not so surprised because it is a gem, and it's a little red book titled The Disney Look, and in it are all of the very specific do's and don'ts of what you need to look like, what your hair needs to be cut like, how many piercings you can have, Answer what zero. socks you can wear, <laughs> Yes. Yeah. yeah so negative piercings. All of the guidelines, I should say, for the Disney look. So uh, as you guys know, Disney's super particular about how cast members appear when they're on stage and Allison mentioned that a little bit earlier uh, you know they refer to it as being on stage that's basically when you're dressed in your costume anywhere on Disney property and there's a possibility that you could be seen by any of the guests so how I got this book is when you start your journey as a cast member you're required to attend a class called traditions you guys may remember that uh, where you learn all about the history of Walt Disney World Walt himself, fun facts, information about the company. Um, we had to jot down tiny little anecdotes about, you know, the common goal of the company, which is to create happiness by providing the finest entertainment for people of all ages everywhere. And um, then we had to get into like the, you know, the important important stuff like sexual harassment, safety, guidelines for guest service, which by the way are just real quick, one through seven. One, make eye contact and smile. Two, greet and welcome each and every guest. Three, seek out guest contact. Four, provide immediate service recovery. Mm-hmm. Five, display appropriate body language at all times. No crossed arms, ever. Mm-mm. No single finger point. Nope. No. Uh, number six, preserve the magical guest experience. And number seven, thank each and every guest. So, and actually, as I was looking through our traditions workbooks, because I saved mine and Andrew's, uh, looked didn't look like Andrew's uh, book was filled out oh, completely, <laughs> and I because that to... was a nine to five Monday through Friday of all of this stuff that we needed to learn. That was the most boring thing ever. 
All I want to do is get out there and be me and shine. That's right, but only to Disney's very but specific might, and rigid standards. You might say that, you know, my traditions book wasn't filled out, but did Brad Rex give you the seven service guidelines pin for the most magical moments in your area? I don't know. Uh -oh. I don't think he did. Uh -oh. <laughs> I don't think he did. Did you get to go to dinner? Rubbing I don't in my think face. he did. <laughs> President of Epcot, Brad Rex at, at the, the time. time. No. Kind of a big deal. Not a not too big of a deal, but it was a huge deal. It was a huge deal. That's yeah. a huge deal. It's still and currently that... on my resume, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Never let it go. Never. Put the pin on it and be like, you can't have it, but I'll let you see it. <laughs> okay, so in that traditions class, we were given this little red book titled, as I said earlier, The Disney Look. And it's got a very fancy Mickey on the cover. Um, Picture and I'm just gonna read... dapper wedding Mickey, top yeah. hat, coattails and all. Hollywood cane. Mickey. Yeah. Classic tuxedo Mickey. Yeah. Yes. Well said. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to read some excerpts from this book because I think it's super interesting. Um, it starts off with good judgment and stage presence. It says how as a cast member you are expected to demonstrate professionalism and good judgment at all times related to your appearance. For this reason, if you are ever in doubt about the appropriateness of your appearance, please keep in mind that anything could be considered distracting or not in the best interest of our Disney show will not be permitted. And I like how they refer to it as the Disney show. Because obviously what's most important to that is if you have white socks on with shorts, they send you home. That is not <laughs> appropriate for the show. No white socks ever. Well. White socks with pants. Oh. Black socks with shorts. Huh. Because I wore shorts and pants, and sometimes, you know, you go through a bunch of socks in the 130 degree heat of Walt Disney World. I think in that August. might have been. I don't. You can't wear white socks anytime. Really? I mean, I don't. I can't imagine them saying it's okay to wear white socks with short with pants. I don't know. I think it must be costume. I wouldn't even do that specific. in real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's area. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Role specific, for sure. Well, it goes on to say, no matter where you work or what your role is, anytime you're in a public area, you are, quote, on stage. Your attitude and performance are direct reflections of the quality of our Disney show. It's those things that you don't always think of that detract from our guests' enjoyment. Chewing gum, having poor posture, using a cell phone, dot, 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 or frowning. <laughs> no frowns. Don't do it. <laughs> they, they come out with the big cane and hook you. Yeah. Bring it right backstage. That's it. Like these actions, smoking and eating on stage are also strictly prohibited. I smoke where I wanna. <laughs> you don't tell me. I've been in this <laughs> costume for 38 years. Got more cigarette burns <laughs> on this than you got rings on a tree, kid. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, just skipping ahead a bit. Uh, it's very detailed. Okay, I just want to mention this book is 26 pages long. Um, here in the eyewear section, they go on to say... That sunglasses are are a block to an interpersonal communication with guests and should be avoided if possible. No sunglasses. No, yeah, I worked outside. Andrew, you worked outside. Yep. Yeah, no sunglasses. Nope. Just this. Your eyeballs are gonna get. Yeah. Burned out of your eye sockets. Yes, even in the <laughs> couldn't even like wear protective gear when I was standing outside in strollers and 70 mile an hour winds during our like fake hurricane. Oh, here we go. Caveat: as a general rule, as a general rule. 
They may be worn in jobs where glare from water, countertops, direct sunlight, etc. would prevent you from doing your job safely or efficiently. Oh yes, you know what? One of um, my friends drove the friendship boats and I always remember him wearing sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, because how could you... Polarized. Oh my gosh. Takes the glare off the water. Yeah, but how could you do it without them? Man, no, you wouldn't. have to. <laughs> And they're very, I mean, again, very specific here. Uh, only sunglasses that allow your eyes to be seen are permitted. No mirror, or, mirrored or dark, opaque lenses are allowed. Yada, yada, yada. I don't think yada. these are sunglasses. Like, what are... <laughs> right. These are glasses. <laughs> these are just glasses. Uh, again, uh, no frames or lenses that are in shades such as blue, pink, green, yellow, etc. Which is kind of a bummer. That would be fun. Not allowed. Big no-no. No tinted contact lenses. Actually, if you do wear tinted contact lenses, they have to be natural looking and appropriate for your skin tone. No cat eyes. I was going to say, <laughs> no Marilyn Manson eyes. Right. On to body alteration and modification. Don't do it. <laughs> no. I remember I had my... Um, tragus, is that that little guy, that little nubbin in your ear? Yeah, I have I a had... story about the tragus. Oh, I had a pierced, and anyway, I don't have a pierced anymore, thanks to Disney. It's too hard <laughs> yeah, to... Yeah, I have the exact same story. Oh, <laughs> sorry. How long did you try and do the plastic thing in it for? I remember Laura I never lasted did. like three months with it. Yeah, well, apparently that's not allowed either. Facers or retainers are not permitted in any visible body piercing while working. So I was against... I was... You were out of regulation. <laughs> I was regulation. on the edge there. Yeah. Mm. Um, of course, no visible tattoos... No uh, body piercing other than traditional ear piercing for women. And then there's rules like you can only have one hole in each ear or something, or you can only wear hoops like a certain size. I remember yes. feeling bad one guy that I worked with in strollers. He was older. He was probably like 45 or 50 when at the time I was like 21. So he had one arm, like a tattoo sleeve, and it would be so hot out. And he was like, obviously like a heavy sweater. Oh, you know? yeah. And he started with makeup on like his arm and then it would like sweat off and then he would have to put on that like nude sleeve. Oh really? To, like covered up and then it would sweat through the sleeve oh. and you'd still be able to see the tattoo and they would always make him like go backstage and Well I know that, that um I worked with a few people with it's just they had them on their forearms or upper arm and they just had to wear the long sleeves at all times and then the hot I mean I didn't work outside but it was hot. Felt yeah. bad. <laughs> But yeah, you didn't work outside. It. You don't know my struggle. <laughs> Safe in the air-conditioned stock room. Right? It was 118 out with a heat index of 128, and we had to keep ushering people into gift shops so they wouldn't pass out. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay. Um, yeah, so clearly no tattoos, no visible piercings. That's a given. Um, hairstyling. The following are the Disney look guidelines for hairstyles. Hostesses should keep their hair neatly combed and arranged in a classic, easy-to-maintain style. Extreme styles are not permitted. I guess that's up for debate what extreme is. One time I had my hair in um, French braids, like two French braids, sort of. I don't know how to describe it on on an audio, but just sort of like pigtails. Yeah. Not pigtails, but double yeah, French like braids, one, on, one down uh -huh. each side. So, And they, they told me to take it out. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, I don't remember the reasoning they gave me, but I remember being upset. I was told oh. to get a haircut because my hair was too long. <laughs> like, you don't pay me enough! Right. 
Well, uh, they do say conservative braided hairstyles without beads or ornamentation are permitted. So maybe yours wasn't conservative enough? Too many danglies? I don't, I don't know. know. I think maybe it just looked... I mean, I was 20-something, and it's kind of juvenile. I don't know. Hmm. Well, they go... <laughs> then they say shaving of the head or any portion of the head or eyebrows is not permitted. Oh, man. Just when I was going to shave my eyebrows before my program. <laughs> Don't shave them. Disney requires everyone to have eyebrows. I don't think that's asking a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> please have eyebrows. Uh, two caterpillars, please, not zero. <laughs> yeah, I got to start my job at Disney on Monday, so I need to get some eyebrows. Could get you, growing. Uh, I I'd like everything shaved, including the brows. Just <laughs> get me all at a zero. I just... Oh, wait, this is not permitted. Oh, no. <laughs> Put it back. <laughs> Too late. Uh, natural looking hair color. You can't have any extreme dyeing, bleaching, or coloring. If makeup is worn, it should be applied in a blended manner and in colors complementary to the skin tone. Oh, that's crazy because three quarters of the people that I worked with, three quarters of their makeup were on the collars of their shirts. There was so much oh, of it. Oh, nasty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sweaty makeup. Go, go. Um, you can wear makeup if you know how to do it. Right? That's basically it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. If lip liner is worn, it should not contrast with the shade of the lipstick. Well, thanks, Disney. They're so involved in That's everything. That's a good it's life like... tip, too. I, that is a good right? life tip. I was about to say that. That's a good rule for uh, for everyday living. Uh, yeah. That's... You don't know me, kid. Like, number... These are top five makeup rules. Blend, blend, blend. <laughs> Natural. Make sure your lip liner is in contrast with your lipstick. It would be fun to wear some glitter makeup, though, or something fun when you worked at Disney, but I guess I could see how that's distracting, for sure. I might have had glittery something that I got in trouble for. You just think that it could be offensive to one culture or a nation, so if that could ever happen, then it can't happen. It's just too much personalization, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just right. expressing yourself in a way that they're, they're not interested in. Yeah, there's <laughs> a reason right. why they put everyone in the same hideous costume. <laughs> so you all blend together into one hideous group. <laughs> That's the reason why some cast members, are, their costume is like a duffel bag. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, it's a khaki potato sack. <laughs> um, oh, anywho. Um, yeah, uh, costumes should be clean, naturally. The fingernails should be kept clean. If polish is used, it should be complementary to your skin tone. No so, charms or decals on the fingernails, and they should not exceed one-fourth of an inch, approximately six millimeters beyond the fingertip. Bringing out the rulers when you get on there, day one. Yeah. Six millimeters. Oh, Allison, here's where it says uh, jewelry. Earrings must be a simple match pair in gold, silver, or a color that blends with the costume. One earring in each ear is permitted. Earrings may be clip-on or pierced and must be worn on the bottom of the earlobe. Post earrings <laughs> may not exceed the size of a quarter. Hoop earrings, no larger than a dime, are also permitted. Wow, that's small hoop. Yeah, that's right? so fun. I'd like to talk about the cleanly costumes, though. One of the reasons why I used to keep my costume and wash it was because someone who was a similar size to me was a gentleman who didn't believe in deodorant. No. Oh, so no. that was at package pickup in the back where we had to sort everything <laughs> at gift stop. 
and all we had was like an industrial sized fan that you would go to sleep hearing the like <laughs> whoa, 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 like in your well, sleep. Well, hmm. So very interesting because here in the personal hygiene section, it says due to close contact with guests and other cast members, the use of an antiperspirant or deodorant is required. Why do you think he was in the back sorting packages? Oh, he was uh. <laughs> he was like the golem of gifts. Though. Yeah, he was uh. What's that word? <laughs> Not excommunicated, but he was yeah, banished he, to the yeah. banished. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he wouldn't even go to the front window. Like Aww. everyone else would have Maybe to go to the had... front window. And management talked to him about it like a bunch of times. They're like, you need to do this. And he was like, well, I try. It just doesn't work. And I'm like, dude, you're not trying Aww. hard enough. Oh, I know. Maybe but it's a medical, medical you guys, condition. You don't know my struggle. You weren't there. It was pretty bad. Well, there are more than enough reasons in my opinion, to hang on to your costume. Once you get a good one that fits properly, you, you don't let go of it. Like those ballooned out quadruple pleated khakis. Oof. When you find the triple pleat, that's when you know it's a gold mine. <laughs> triple pleat, they do exist. <laughs> um, and it talks about hair accessories and how they need to be neutral color, you know, pretty, uh, it's pretty, pretty funny much how what you this would is, expect. it's a book of like do's and don'ts, but three quarters of it is like, no, cannot, will not, do not, yes. not acceptable, <laughs> no, no, dime hoops are okay. <laughs> but I think what Allison said is right. I mean, they just want you to look, no, they don't want you really to express yourself if it's going to be, you know, through makeup or accessories. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, if you're in a play, you don't get to probably dress yourself as your character. You're a cast member in that play, and you're going to wear what the wardrobe costuming department tells you to wear. That's true. Yes, yeah, same goes for mustaches, because I've got a little funny diagram here of what mustaches, mustachios are acceptable. Mustachio. And I wish everyone, <laughs> I wish everyone could see this, because it's just like four mouths. It's oh, like we'll put it on Twitter thing. and Instagram and... It's pretty funny. Yes. Um, oh, he does say, though, uh, for clarification on whether a mustache is fully grown, please consult your area leader. <laughs> uh, ex excuse me, boss. I, I've been growing this since I was 16, and uh, you got to shave that, kid. I'm sorry. It's just, just not there yet. Cannot ex extend <laughs> over the upper lip. Must extend to the corners of the mouth, so no, uh, you know, you know what? Oh, no hair combs. No Hitler mustaches. So these are also more, more things that work in life as well. Life tips. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. If your mustache grows over your top lip, it's probably you should probably cut it. You're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> you probably shouldn't have a Hitler mustache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. I don't think that'll ever be probably acceptable is again. A must. <laughs> Uh, we've also got guidelines for male cast member hairstyles, acceptable, unacceptable. Looks like uh, what I you would am expect. in unacceptable phase right now. You are. There you are. Front and center. Oh, <laughs> that looks like a mullet. Again, we'll post this. It's pretty funny. Um, let's see. I think it's it's weird how cornrows are okay, but like a natural hairstyle isn't. You know, oh, like yeah. a fro can happen. You know, I disagree with that. Like I think that would tight. be... Yeah, it's got to be tucked away, I guess. I also agree I because there are a lot of labor-intensive jobs out there as well, including, like, janitorial, stuff like that, where you're... A lot of heavy-moving things where long hair could get in the way or be hazardous to your job. Be kind of messy, you know, yeah. getting all in your face. Yep, I agree. Um, and then we've got 
Acceptable and unacceptable sideburns. Flares or mutton chops are not permitted. Ah, uh, Joe Dirt, you're out. Again, <laughs> life tip. Yes. <laughs> All right, so I kind of breezed through that. This is uh, super interesting, but uh, yeah, lots of, uh, I think Allison's right, lots of good life tips here. Um, <laughs> the mouse likes you a certain way, and if you want to be part of that Mickey Mouse Club, you gotta do what the mouse says. Yeah. No mutton chops, no uh, <laughs> caked on makeup, and dime hoops. Shape up or ship out. That's it. High and tight. We don't like no over-the-lip mustaches here. But <laughs> we, we run a clean ship. That's right. We don't blue it. Oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, you see how bad it sounds when someone else Well, that was... It? You're in the wrong tense, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I blew it. I didn't. <laughs> Well, anyway, that's kind of the gist on how Disney would, would um, I would say prefer, but it's uh, it's more than prefer. It's how they require you to look. Or they send you home, once again, based on socks, mustaches, watches. There's a lot of things that I was sent back to casting Oh, you for. know what? I always wore a, a funky watch. <laughs> they never said anything. I always wore kind of oh. like a funky, um, it was like a Target, Target's, Target's take on the Swatch watch. <laughs> <laughs> And I never got in trouble. I'm surprised, actually, now that I'm saying it. Remember they had a barbershop in Epcot casting where you can get your hair cut there <gasps> yeah. and they had, like, one, two, three, four, five, six. Like, which one do you want? Like, the military. <laughs> These are the only six that right? are acceptable. Huh. Yeah. Well, I see the parrot. Well, was there the were so many lockers. Between... That was a huge casting. It was huge. Yes. Because it was for World Pavilion and Future World. Yeah, that that uh, that housed some of the the nicer costumes, I would say, on Walt Disney property. I remember it was a big deal where I went and you normally have to scan your card and all this stuff, but I went and I stole a <gasps> Nemo C's <gasps> hat, Nemo and Friends hat, because it Uh-oh. was like aqua blue, shiny, and brand new. It was like the first day that they hit the shelves. Uh-oh. I know, and I still have it. You do? I do. A nice cool. gem there, a little suvi. Yeah. Um, I wish I had my an illegal suvi. Wish I had my Epcot Globes costume though. My, yeah. So, my oh purple. Andrew. Yeah, yeah. So, um, while you're talking about your Epcot Globes costume, I thought the second half of our show we'll kind of go around and say what our costumes were when we worked down there. So while you're about to get into that topic, then I thought I would just give a little introduction for it. Thank so, you. Let's hear it. Let's hear yeah. it. I'll just do one and then we can go around. So this was actually my favorite costume that I wore in probably the section where I was stationed most, which was uh, package pickup or gift shop, gift stop, excuse me. Where in the park? Though? It's front gate. Okay. So technically you didn't even have to enter the park to go into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like package pickup, gift stop. Um, and strollers also had the same costume where I was stationed a lot because that was the worst job that you can get inside of Epcot, I thought. <laughs> Being on your hands and knees in 100 degree heat with a mask on your face, spraying Clorox on strollers and getting rid of old diapers. Ew. That, was a, that was a great one. Diaper that, patrol. That it, was, it was pretty bad. And then none of the wheels worked, so then you had to corral them all up at the end of the night where everyone's leaving and it was just chaos. And... Ooh, did anyone ever complain about the wheels? Yeah, everyone did. Oh. All the time. <laughs> Everyone everyone complained more about the price than they did the wheels. It was Do you 10, remember how much it was? $10 for a single, $19 for a double per day. 
you can buy tickets in advance for strollers and it saves you one dollar a day Huh. So you can get it's tickets. It's gotta be more now. Yeah, I'm curious. I be. bet it's, it's a lot like more now. 24 and 15, I would bet. Hmm. Um, but they were the like weird big plastic ones. I remember it was a big deal because we got rid of the old ones and the new ones were there. Oh. So I had to go in early one day, which was awesome because it was like 6 a.m. and it was only like 85 out. And uh -huh. we got rid of all the old strollers and brought in all the new ones. And then after literally like a week, like none of the wheels worked. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Seen a lot of miles though. Oh my god. A lot gosh. of strollers. Yeah, pushing around Epcot. We only had 50 ECVs. So I remember oh, that. That's not enough. And that was my favorite one though. That costume was obviously as soon as you enter the park, this is what not the ticket takers are doing or the people who are scanning your tickets when you come in, like guest relations. Uh -huh. But when you first, like, the people, cast members who were working there, so it was my Epcot balls, is what I called it. So it was. Uh, like very dark purple shirt with all silver Epcot balls all over it and then you wore either silver shorts or silver pants and then it had a purple belt like a oh. almost like an American Eagle type belt like a cloth belt <laughs> you know yeah I know exactly what you're talking about with the slidey thing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. your but silver pants yeah silver like I would say like silver coral if you will, you know. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was like a periwinkle. Sure. Wasn't it? Enough. Like a slate gray. Yeah, but yeah. Th so those costumes though are also under Spaceship Earth, right? Yep, and that's what I wore for Segway Glow also. Oh, cool. Yeah, Segway Glow was the best. That's a fun costume. It was. Yeah, that is. I remember the arms, like the sleeves were so big. There was so much room in them. <laughs> You Did you wear black shoes? I think so. I know we we both went to the outlets when we first got there and got a pair of white and black, but I think I wore black more than I wore white. Um, I know I got sent home for the wrong socks. I had the wrong socks <laughs> on with shorts, so I know that um, definitely happened once. I got sent home because my mustache wasn't shaved properly. <laughs> I Whoa. got sent home because my hair was too long. And this was all from... His name was Jerry. And he was the meanest man I've ever met in my oh, life. Oh, yeah. I remember him. And I wanted... I feel like I had a mean Jerry, too. And I... What if it was the same Jerry? It probably was. That's what I was just wondering. They probably switched him around because everyone hated him. I remember, like, getting a magical moment card and he told me, You didn't deserve this. I was <gasps> like, Thanks, man. You're such a good guy. Have a Disney day. Right? <laughs> um, but yeah, that was my favorite costume. Allison, did you have multiple costumes? Because I had a couple more as oh. well. Yeah, I did. Um, what are your other ones? And then we'll just... Okay. Um, the other one that I wore a lot was Camera Center. Uh, okay. Was the Jelly Beans. Oh. Remember the photo pass? I had to go and put all this stuff on the pictures and suck all the plush and... Stuff like that. So that was my jelly bean costume. So that's, where is that again? That's under the... That is directly spaceship. underneath the ball, under Spaceship Earth, um, left or right of it. Oh. Um, but you know what? I don't think... So I was researching this a little bit just to get ready for the episode because I was trying to remember uh, what it looked like. And I don't know if they have... They use that costume anymore. It was royal blue pants with a royal blue shirt because we were indoors, so we had to wear pants. Uh-huh. And it was four different color jelly beans, like confetti, all over the shirt. Huh. 
We'll have to belt check. Also. And they were actually jelly beans? They looked like torn pieces of confetti, but they looked exactly like jelly beans on the shirt. So uh, I called it my jelly uh, bean. But huh. yeah, and I think it was, I can't picture it was this either one. like a blue belt or a yellow belt. I forget. It was so ugly. Um, and I remember hating working there because I always had three Epcot balls out and I always had to return one and get the jelly bean. <laughs> oh. It was only for like one shift and then I had to go back and get the Epcot balls again. <laughs> That's funny. And then I picked up a shift um, at Mouse Gear, which is just basically like that red, yellow, blue shirt with gray pants. It kind of looks like a arc of colors starting from the belly button and working its way out across your chest. It's going to be fun to describe these costumes because they're so, I mean, Bad. for example, one of mine, it's like the color, the color scheme is just so wild. Um, like yeah. you said, this mouse gear, like... you'll know it if you see it, you know, it's this arc of yellow coming through. Yours looked like they were making <laughs> costumes and like, what are we going to do with all this leftover fabric? fabric? They're like, world of Disney. <laughs> Stitch it together. It was like that, the polo, you know, the polo uh, um, shirt that has like seven different colors on it. Like oh my that, gosh. You patched know what I mean? together. The patched together shirt. Yeah. Uh, mouse gear. And then I also worked uh, past the fountains by the bridge in the outdoor shops with a lot of the misters and those bouncy ball things. Um, what were what those do you called? Mean bouncy ball things. Those, what were they? Ball sacks. Those ball sacks. Come yeah. on. Sorry. <laughs> Ball those ball sacks <laughs> with the different skins that you could put on your ball to fancy oh. your ball sacks up why were they there for uh, what was I, the you point? know what they're still there right they were I mean, so expensive they are i think uh, yeah mom bought one. Oh, they were so expensive <gasps> i remember being like you're getting ripped off every time someone came over they're like how much is a large i'm like you're gonna regret this how are you getting this on a plane you're gonna oh, you regret to pump this it up instantly um, and that one was all different. It was white shorts with a white belt and a like royal red, like as like red red as you can get of like a cardinal red shirt with all different flags on it. I I know this shirt. It wasn't it wasn't a white shirt. Yeah. No way. Are you sure? It was red. I'm pretty sure. They might have hmm. changed it. Either that or I just don't remember. Well, but I only picked seems... up a couple. I only picked up a couple of shifts there. Well, that what did just... you wear when you worked the um, the food and wine festival? Yeah, that shirt is red. Oh yeah. So it's a red shirt with all the flags. Uh, all sorry, over. I had to do a quick Google. And the white. I guess it's not really most mostly red. It is. It's just a lot of flags from different nations, and a lot of flags have white in them. Yeah. So it kind of looks like white. But mostly red. Mostly yeah. red. Yeah. Just so you stand out in the sun like a glowing ball of heat. <laughs> Laura, what'd you wear? Oh, I had the luxury of wearing the. Uh, so I worked at the wall. The excuse me, I worked at the um, the World of Disney. The, the wad. W the wad. Yep. Um, wad. So this is, uh, I think, what Andrew said. <laughs> what Andrew said seems uh, seems mostly true. It's where the old fabric goes to die. So um, <laughs> actually, I was reading something about a uh, one of the a girl who worked there as well. She posted something online about how she was noticing on the pants how they. Uh, had previously been pants at Epcot, and then now they were, <laughs> now they were World of Disney pants. Hand-me-downs. So, yeah, so we were the hand. I'm, I, wholeheartedly believe that because this costume consisted of a pair of the most ill-fitting khakis that one can imagine. 
How many pleats can we fit on one pair of pants? It was so bizarre because, and I don't know, I mean, I'm not like an abnormal size, and I, but I feel like the only type of pants I could find were ones that were like super tight in the waist and then so baggy. I would call them my MC Hammer pants. <laughs> and I'm like, who is shaped this way? Nobody's <laughs> shaped like a little upside down ice cream cone or like, I don't know. It was it's... funny. They wanted to make everyone just look like a human rectangle. Yeah. It's basically Chris what Christie. it was. <laughs> oh my gosh it was horrible and really uncomfortable i remember there was like the coveted pair of pants and i know there was a girl i worked with who was a similar size as me and i swear she had them and she held on to them and she's smart because had she <laughs> let them go i would have snagged them up because they were the uh khakis with uh the legs were slimmer and they had back pockets the ones that i i had to uh, had no to wear pockets. didn't have back pockets and it was just really uncomfortable so um, I wore that with a, 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 a tasteful braided leather belt Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. and um, black shoes. And then I had the, uh, the shirt was a short sleeve uh, collared shirt and it had uh, <laughs> a blue panel on the left hand side. It had um, khaki color on the right with the <laughs> uh, World of Disney embroidered on it. And then it had a green color on the back. And the sleeves were, <laughs> the sleeves were red, like a red maroon color, and the collar was maroon as well. Just and then the stripe going down the so center, many so <laughs> many stripe going. What? There's one more. So this, well, the stripe going down the center was a uh, was the green. Yeah. Where the buttons would button up the shirt. So, <laughs> yes, and to have to tuck that into these tight pants, I couldn't breathe. It was horrible. Because you. Braided leather belt was too tight. <laughs> one size, one size fits all for those though. Oh my gosh! No holes in the braided belt. Just gotta. That's right. Yeah. Find a little slot to get it in, and you're good to go. <laughs> but yeah. Brian had a similar costume, and he worked at Downtown Disney too. Didn't he have all color swabs all over him too? Oh, I'm not sure. He might have had a little better than me. We'll have to I ask. I think him. his was mostly like red and yellow because it was like a kids' store, so he kind of looked like like a knockoff Mickey Mouse, like a poor man's Mickey. <laughs> Aww. The khaki Aww. as well. Laura, I thought you were the only unfortunate person that got stuck at Downtown Disney. Oh, no, it was me and Brian. We were in it together. Yeah, I felt, again, two huge Disney fans plopped in the center of Downtown Disney. He did tell me that he would just have his back to the guests all day, just watching the televisions at his store and just watching the movies. And people were like, can you help me with this? And he was just like, no. No, oh my gosh, I'm sure. Knowing Brian, I'm sure that's not, well, the, maybe the watching of the movies is true, but the... He had a lot of like fun toys and stuff to play with too. Yeah. I liked when I worked the the glow cart underneath the ball. That was fun to play with the toys and kids and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Again, about, I'm glad I'm glad you got to work at Epcot. What about your so, satiny <laughs> awesomeness? Oh yeah, so then I uh then I got transferred well I was doing half and half, so I was doing half my shifts at the WAD and then half at the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique when it was connected to the WAD. Um, so there I was working the uh the register, and I had, I so I wore the same costume as the, the fairy godmothers in training. Uh, I wore the, it was a long purple skirt, floor length purple skirt, uh, a lavender Ooh. blouse that was like this silky material, which uh, was not very, uh, it was it was rough in the heat, you know, walking from the parking garage, <laughs> which was by the Hess station, God all the way across the street. Pizza. Yeah, huffing it in the heat. <laughs> um, and then it had this big red, like, uh, three-quarter length vest with Cinderella's face what? on it. Yeah, have you ever seen this costume? 
You, you'll no. know it. Once you see it, it'll come flooding back to you. Because it was like this uh, three-quarter length red vest, which had a lot of structure to it. So I kind of liked it. Because without the vest, it would be a, a, a mess. A hot <laughs> mess. <laughs> Too much fabric in all the wrong places. Uh, so it had the, the vest... And then I had to wear a crown of flowers with uh, some ribbons cascading down and a little veil. Aww. And um, stockings and black shoes. Um, and I think now they don't have the, the ribbons and the flowers. I think it's the veil is different, but the costume is still the same. Sweat through those silk flowers too quickly. Well, they probably got beat to death going in and out of, ca of the costuming department. But, <laughs> yeah, that was a fun costume. Um, it was just the, the blouse didn't really breathe that well, so it was a little rough, but... Um, but it was pretty, you know, a lot of a lot of interesting colors thrown together. But uh, somehow, it I guess it worked. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then I I picked up a shift at uh, Magic Kingdom where I worked in Liberty Square. I worked at the Yield Christmas Shop, the Haunted Mansion cart, and um, I, this uh, old shop that used to be there. It's not there anymore because they opened up the uh, the walkway to Rapunzel's beautiful bathrooms. But um, it's kind <laughs> of where the Memento Mori is now outside of Haunted Mansion, so, um, and that costume was kind of like a flowy blue and pink colonial style dress with a, uh, like a pale pink peach colored vest, and then a white blouse underneath with these kind of puffy sleeves, and I got to wear a white bonnet, so that was my, Aww. my cute Disney hat that I got to wear, um, cute. and again, I, it was very, it was, you know, I had to work it in August, um, so it was hot in the sun, but, um, well, the dress wasn't that bad kind of felt fun to wear, so I enjoyed it. I remember I picked up a shift at Test Track and called out. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> I just didn't feel like doing it. I don't know. I think it was like an eight-hour day, and then that was going to be like a four- or five-hour shift to get overtime, and I was just like, this is not Ooh. worth it for like the $8 they're going to give me for overtime. You would have oh. got to wear the jumpsuit. <laughs> I know. Ooh, that's a rough costume. Yeah. So yeah, Allison, oh. I think you you got to... You had the... The yeah, privilege of the wearing, winner. yeah, privilege of wearing some really cool costumes. Let's hear about them. Well, I thought they were cool. Um, so I worked in Disney's Hollywood Studios, as I've mentioned before, on Sunset Boulevard. So that's the street on which you'll find Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster. And there's a whole strip of stores in there. So I did merchandise, just worked in the stores, as, as those two did also. But um, So anyway, the theme in that strip is sort of old Hollywood, and we were dressed like it as well. Let me see. I have a picture here. So we had um, a white uh, short sleeve blouse, which is, I think, maybe the same sort of silky material that Laura was talking about in the Bippity Bobbity Boutique. Super, oh, like, soft. Yeah. Then we had to wear a long skirt, uh, like, um, maybe, like, a T-length, but not T-shaped at all. It just, like, came to the calf, but it was, like, a long, like, pencil sort of skirt. Oh, so that silky imagine. blouse. Um, yeah. Was it Pit Stain Central? Because that's what mine was. Oh, I don't remember having that How issue. Do not, how do you not remember? <laughs> That was maybe, the first thing maybe, you look at when you're going to costuming is crotch and No, pits. I mean, like, I sweat a lot <laughs> in it, so... Oh, never mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I don't remember it being an issue, but probably, especially since it was a white shirt, I would have definitely been on the lookout for those. <laughs> uh, so anyway, long black polyester skirt, 
Uh, we had to wear pantyhose and black shoes, and then we also had to wear this little necktie. It was like a little um, ruffly necktie, black oh. with white polka dots. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, and there was a jacket, which was like an elusive uh, piece that you would not Ooh. find in costuming because all the OG uh, cast full-time cast members had already scooped them up and just kept them, I guess, at home. Because you would never get a jacket, actually. Um, so, yeah, I, I love that uh, costume. And I don't think that they wear it anymore. But I have I to check. I forgot that they even offered me... jackets. I was so used yeah. to just being so hot. And I remember in the end of my program, I did need a coat once underneath the ball. But I forgot mm -hmm. that they even offered coats as part of the costume. Yeah, you oh, had that, yeah. Big, that big jacket uh, when you worked Glow. What yeah. was that? It was just a... It looks like a tarp. Yeah, it's exactly what it was. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I had a couple of night shifts out on... Which I was going to say next about the Versi's All-American Cafe. Also, there was part of the Sunset Boulevard merchandise... Uh, section was the trolley cart out there, which I think is sold pins or glow things, uh, spray bottles. Um, it's, uh, it's a trolley cart that says on the top Sunset and Gower, I remember. Oh. Um, anyway, we wore the same, when we would work at that shop, or when we have a shift there, we would wear the same costume that the food and beverage people wore who were working in Rosie's All-American Cafe. So it, that in that uh, when I was down there, I would have to wear a, one pattern all the way down through the top to the bottom. Mm -hmm. It was a striped sort of like um, super soft. I actually really liked work, working at this outdoor cart because I loved this costume. It was um, really, really comfortable. It was just like a button-down a short sleeve shirt. Was this no um, collar? Was this teal by any chance? Was it straight? Uh, it was like it was peach was the main color. Peach or some sort of, some sort of pink was the main color with like maybe a green like a mint green stripe sort of like a candy striper thing. Oh. Um really uh, thin stripes but really really comfortable and then the skirt was like it was an elastic waistband. Ooh. <laughs> so it was like really comfortable and there was That's also like gold. a lots option I think. Yeah, yeah, that was my favorite costume. But also, uh, getting back to the Sunset Boulevard uh, black and white getup, merchandise for Sunset Boulevard also includes sweet spells in there as a candy shop, so we would sometimes have to wear that same costume in the candy shop, so it's kind of crazy because it gets really messy in there and you're wearing this polyester get up with like a fancy necktie and you're making candy <laughs> but there's um there's an apron that you would add oh. to the costume when you would work in sweet spells and there were two kinds of aprons and i remember it was a rush to get the good apron because one was just a plain black apron and the other aprons which were rare uh and if you found one at a costume you would hang on to it <laughs> it had like, a villain's logo on it, so Ooh. really cool, you know, um, neon colors and black. And um, That's one of my favorite stores in MGM. Oh, I love it so yeah. much. Just the yeah, smell. Yeah, hang on to those. Yeah. Yeah, I love that, love that villain's apron. Yeah, Just when I, you said uh, outdoor cart, I remembered that I worked the outdoor cart, like, underneath the monorail outside of the park at Epcot. And it was when I first started, so it was during Flower and Garden Festival, which was like princess themed i think so it was a lot of just, romance theme or yeah, something romance i remember a lot of dancing and like yeah mickey and minnie holding hands and cinderella and prince charming and stuff so like 
I just remember a lot of musicals, no words to that, and no one ever being at the cart, ever, because everyone would just want to rush into the park. And I used to hate it because it was so boring, and now looking back, I'm like, ah, that was the dream job. Yeah. You didn't have to do anything, you just <laughs> Do you remember there. what costume you wore there? Yeah, the same one, Epcot Balls. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Oh, uh, one more thing I wanted to add. You guys, um, maybe we can go back, but I think it ties into costuming because it was part of your look and part of your costume, but it was your name tag. Oh, yeah. Um, so I have a couple of stories about name tags, which if you forgot your name tag, it was not acceptable, but they would have some spare name tags lying around in costuming. So you could pick up one of those and just, you know, whichever name you grabbed was what the name you're going to be for the day because obviously they'd rather have you be you know, a Susie, uh, then not have a name tag at all. So, uh, yeah, I, I had picked up a couple of names that I, uh, in costume, costuming that I wore a lot. I picked up an Al. So oh, it just said Al. Yeah. Um, and it didn't have any other information on it, just Al. <laughs> and I felt like a country bear wearing it. Oh my gosh. Oh wait. So in the book here, it says all names on company name tags shall be the cast members full legal first or middle name. Or a derivative of their name. So Al would have, I think, would have worked. Yeah, for me, yeah, yeah. my uh, my Jesus name tag wouldn't really <laughs> cut it. Jesus. Oh, that's correct. Sorry, Jesus. I think that's pronounced Jesus. <laughs> but I would also wear um, a Betty one that I got um, in honor of our mama. Yeah. And then I have a funny story about my, Al, my, my proper name tag, which was the one that said Allison. Uh, traditionally... Guests, I guess, are used to seeing the hometown of the cast member on the bottom. Yeah. Uh, the year that I worked down there was a special celebration. Uh, they asked us to put, rather than our hometown or our school, to put our favorite Disney magical memory. Uh, and they gave us lists to pick from, and, and I think you could pick something. to Like, you know, you would say the Main Street Electrical Parade or something. For yeah. and mine, I picked Cinderella Castle for some reason. I guess it just was trying to invoke the idea that one of my favorite Disney memories was just, you know, coming up Main Street and seeing Cinderella Castle and just um, getting those feelings for the first time. But anyway, so guests would uh, ask me all the time being um, stumped about why it said Cinderella Castle, you know, when they're in search of, I guess, uh, my hometown. So people would ask me like, what did you like live there? Or is that where you usually work? Yes. People ask me, is that where you're from? Do you live in Cinderella Castle? You're like, no, I just um, clean up after what? everybody there. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, right? yeah, I know. So weird. I remember on our program, I kind of wish it didn't have that. They screwed up all the colleges, so we had to get, like, I got three oh, different did. name tags. So I had, like, Sacred Heart University, Quinnipiac <laughs> University, and then Monmouth University. Yeah. Which is funny because I applied to all three of those schools. Huh. Oh. I think I still have a bunch of those. I think you only have one with your hometown. Do that's I? That's all I could find. And our, our school. But that's hmm. it. But, yeah, I had a multiples of mine, um, but I never had. I always wanted one with my hometown, but they... For some reason, I guess I didn't ask. I just ended up with the one with my college on it. Okay, so yeah, now that we talked about our personal experiences with all the lovely costumes that we had the pleasure of wearing, um, I thought it'd be fun to talk about our best, our most favorite costumes um, in any of the parks or any Disney property, and the worst. So uh, your dream costume, one that you uh, you know would would have loved to have worn. And that maybe you didn't get a chance to, or that you did wear, 
and then the worst one, the most cringy costume that exists on Disney properties. So uh, I don't know if you guys <laughs> want to go around or if you want me to start it off. I'll go first. Oh, oh yeah. No, oh, Allison, go, go for first. It, Allison. Well, uh, my favorite, favorite costume, one that I would have died to wear was, <laughs> uh, no pun intended, but the Haunted Mansion costume because, Whoa. oh my gosh, those dresses are so pretty. Green is my favorite color. And mm-hmm. it's just a really pretty emerald green stripe, uh, you know, Victorian looking spooky, all the kind of stuff that I love. And uh, oh my gosh, it's such a such a beautiful costume. That would be my favorite. I wish I got to wear that. And there's a little hat, a bonnet thing too, I guess, that goes with it, I think, if I can remember. Yeah. That oh man, that's uh, a good one. That is a good one. Oh my gosh, what about so you, beautiful. Laura? Wait, wait, you gotta hear my worst. You gotta hear it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Here's the worst costume, in my opinion. I could wear potato sacks, big baggy, you know, <laughs> um, smocks, artist smocks. Those are yeah. fine. But this one, uh, and maybe I just spent a lot of time at Disney Hollywood Studios, so this one sticks out to me. But the rock and roller coaster costume is literally like black jeans. Oh. And not like nice black jeans, like co- Disney costuming black jeans, which are really really awful the high-waisted high-waisted nine-inch zipper if they could put a pleat in there they would there's some sort of black and white polo shirt underneath and then like a satin jacket or some kind of like bomber jacket on top oh it's just really really awful like like a like a roadie i guess you're supposed to be sort of like a a roadie or someone who's on tour there smith like part of the crew no Uh uh-uh there's black jeans i can't do it like Can't those do it. thick black jeans. It's not flattering no matter who wears them. Ugh. Disney black jeans. I know there jeans. are some costumes where you just look at the look at the cast member and you just feel bad. Um, uh, like I think that people were looking at me feeling bad when they saw me in the WAD <laughs> costume. But there are, in my opinion, some worse ones out there. And so uh, oh. uh, for me, my ultimate worst costume, uh, I just, every time I see it, it makes me cringe, is the... Uh, the ones in Dinoland USA, specifically the uh, <laughs> the Primeval World costume, which if you guys don't know, if you don't remember, I'm sure you you uh, I have nightmares about it. It's uh, the it's a a red shirt with blue sleeves, and uh, you can either wear pants or shorts. And the print on the pants is kind of like a it's like a bright neon greenish yellow color. It looks like it has some sort of like Dino Paisley pattern on it. And oh. it has... It's like it's made with, like, puffy paint. Yeah. Like, huh. And it has big uh, red dino footprints on it. And I've even oh. seen a picture of them with a print on each butt cheek <gasps> for some of them. It's just... Oh, it looks like you're just a sad clown. It's like a child of the 90s threw up all <laughs> over it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh. I wrote down clown costumes uh, because there's also another one in... Uh, Discovery Island, which, okay, it's not too bad, but it's got, like, a this bright blue smock. It's just, like, these really, really intense primary colors coming at you. And so, uh, yeah. I just, I'm not a fan. I don't know what I would suggest differently, um, but it just, just doesn't seem like it fits all that well. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I forgot that's my... my Morocco costume, my Australian wine walkabout costume. I forgot. Oh, all those did you have too. to wear the Morocco? Yeah, I had to wear the men's Morocco. I felt bad for the women in that mustard potato sack. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, not flattering. 
Yeah, so what was it? Was it like a mustard? Yeah, it was, it was like, like a... the mustardy with like the purple or blue striped on the sleeve yeah. or whatever. Oh, okay. So yeah, when I when you did the uh, food and wine, I always thought that uh, you just had to wear the flag costume. That's why I kept bringing it up. But I guess no. That was for were... Australia because it wasn't technically a country. Oh. It was an inserted country. So any inserted countries in the food and wine, you wore the flag costume. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Well, that sounds like a fun one. And it was Purple crazy and, with Morocco yeah. backstage, too. They had, like, you know how you have, like, break rooms and stuff like that, but they had, like, prayer rooms and stuff as oh, well. Oh, yeah. So it was cool to see, you know, different countries had different things. Yeah, to, different customs. Yeah. Cool. And they well, that's good that sure Disney that respected that. Which is cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's my least favorite. I have uh, a few other here, others here, but I'll, maybe we'll get to them later after Andrew goes. But uh, my best costume uh, would have to be the, um, this is perfect timing, the Mickey's Not So Scary costume is mm. awesome. It's got um, a long purple skirt uh, and it has a bright green collared shirt with purple bats all over it. And then it's got that mm. uh, bright yellow plaid apron. It's kind of like a yellow and orangish plaid, longer apron. And then you get to wear a little purple bat on your head it kind of it's like a little headband a little bat sticks out the top so uh that's cute yeah i love bats they're so cute they've got those little fuzzy bellies um but anyway yeah so (laughs) uh, that would be a fun costume it's very loud and extreme but i I really like it so it's the party and it's so much fun i know so andrew how about you for me i would say the costume all right so just to preface real quick i had to say princess so much you know, like I had to be uh-huh. so nice and so, oh, absolutely. And yeah, you're going to have such a great time. Let me help you plan your day and all this stuff. So I think Tower of Terror would be amazing. Oh. All the puns being so dark and mysterious and kind of like being actually a character instead of just like happy. Yeah. You know, I think would be, and not to mention those bellhop costumes are awesome. Yeah. They're themed so well. And not to mention you're indoors. Ah, oh, it'd be so nice. Yeah, so you like the the whole idea of the costume and what the costume invokes that personality of of you kind of not having to be happy all the time. That's that's fitting. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, like dead center of the room for Allison. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> like that yeah. whole um, warm bodies or, or I'm not sure exactly what they say, but in the, yeah, so like you that, get to wear think, the little bellhop hat. Yep, exactly, and that would be cool too. Yeah. Ba-boom! I don't know. I know. It's oh, did you wear that in Morocco, by the way? Did you wear a hat? No. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, what's your worst? Oh man, I don't know. I think Canada is pretty bad. Ooh, what did they Just wear? like a lot of plaid and a lot of like khaki-colored like. Oh yeah. Like puke khaki short. <laughs> That's even worse. And pirates is bad. Pirates is very unflattering for men and women, and men have to have like the tassel, like the ruffle. Jerry Seinfeld pirate shirt. I don't want to yeah. be a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, pirates has that like there's like peach capris, and then it's like this red. You wear the stripy socks, but they're like you know gaucho pants almost. Like yeah. they're wide legged capris, and then you have to wear the that smock kind of, just like they just just a lot of fabric draped. Doesn't, yeah, and it looks like someone just cut the pattern out of a. I mean, not too. Doesn't dinosaur not, have like caution tape sewn into it too? <laughs> like something like that. No, like the some, dinosaur one. That one is a. I think there is a trim of caution tape on like shorts or something. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. And it's all white. It's like all white. 
Which I oh, and speaking of all white, it's funny that they all the uh, custodians wear all white. Yeah, yeah. And I can imagine like how they even clean those. I mean, I guess that's one where you can't clean it at home because you'd have to bleach. I, you'd have to bleach it. It's weird. And maybe that's too. why they're all white because you can just oh. just dump the all the costumes in like a big thing of bleach. I think there's like a, <laughs> a blue panel though. Yeah, it's like I think you're right. Majority of custodians are third shift, though. You would think like they wear white because they're outside all day, and you don't want them to get oh, like, overheated. Oh, okay, that's a good. You know, that's but then like the majority of them are third shift at night, so it's kind of weird, and oh. they still have to wear costumes even if they're third shift. Huh. I remember counting registers when they're hosing down the whole park. Oh yeah, they bring uh, those big vacuums yeah. down. Oh man. Yeah. Um, Any other uh, ones that stick out to you, Allison, that are being terrible? Because obviously there's a lot more bad. Oh than wait, there are I've got good. a good one. Um, I love the Main Street USA one. Uh, that classic, you know, the people who work in the Emporium specifically, I guess. Plaid. Yeah, plaid that skirts. Mm-hmm. That like brown, blue. Yeah. Long plaid skirt with the white top. I think it's classic. Uh, it was funny because I was uh, doing a little bit of research on the different costumes, and they came across a uh, an article on this website is ImagineNerding.com. And uh, they had a, a few images of costumes from 1977, and uh, oh. I can attest to the fact that, uh, um, judging by the look of them, they look pretty much the same as they do today. So same kind mm. of styles, uh, kind of fun. Um, Unflattering polyester. Yes. <laughs> there must be a method to them to their madness. Right. Yeah. I have a uh, I have a quick fun Andy's Roundup question for you guys if you're ready. Oh yeah. guys so welcome to andy's roundup where thanks i for asked having us. oh absolutely thanks yeah. for joining the round table here pleasure to be here oh wow good to see your faces again <laughs> uh so this uh it's gonna be a fun question that you're gonna have to think hard on and you're gonna have to pretend like this has to happen one Whoa. year in real world not disney your everyday life you have to wear a disney costume <laughs> what so like what what would be normal? Oh my gosh. Right? Um, I have such a good one. Good I can't question. wait for you guys to go. But if you want some time to think, I can tell you mine. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I don't know. Because one's kind of... Well, I, I failed to mention this one earlier. Uh, it would be a good one. Would be that uh, that Mexico pavilion, that white dress. Ah, that's a good one. Oh, you know, pretty timeless. flowy white dress. Uh, not yeah. very Disney-esque. It might not even be polyester. Not boppity Maybe 50%. Oh. <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, sweat through that like a monster. So no, <laughs> but yeah, it seems like it'd be nice and airy for the summer. Maybe uh, I'll have to move somewhere warm, warm for the winter. But yeah, I think that that's would be good, mine. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll go. Um, though in my perfect dream world, I would be able to wear a Victorian dress in the style of the Haunted Mansion around in my daily life, 24 hours a day. <laughs> um, I don't think that was part of the question, was it, that I get my dream world. So I'm going to say, thought of another one that would be more practical for daily use, 
which is the Jungle Cruise Skipper costume. Ah, it's a good one. Very it's nice. It's like just a nice little, sh cute little shorts, collared shirt, simple. No frills. Put a nice belt on it. Simple and classic. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Breezy. Not, easy breezy. Not too many head turns, <laughs> you know? No black jeans. Oh, uh, question. Does that uh, does that costume come with a hat? You know? I don't think so. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. A turned up yeah. one? Oh. Right? Yeah. The, like, All right, bonus brim, hat. Bonus hat. Right? Just in case, mm -hmm. you know, for those rainy days. Yeah. I like it. For me, it would be Soren, because everyone would think I'm a pilot. Oh. Oh, nice. And I would <laughs> That's just, a good one, I would too. Always have, That's a nice jacket. I would always have a, yeah. a bag with me. Oh, you know? a rolly bag. Yeah. It would complete the ensemble. A little uh, catch me if you can. Right? Sorry, I'm late. I got to catch a... this flight. <laughs> That's a great jacket. That is uh, a lot of structure to that, though. Yeah. But, but classy. You know, a lot of starch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, cool. A lot of fabric. You ready for that? Yeah. Yes. Heavy, heavy fabric. Heavy fabric. See, I thought you were going to go with the, uh, that, <laughs> there's like a weird jumper outside that, uh, bazaar right outside of Aladdin's, oh, uh, yeah. flying <laughs> carpets. <laughs> or the Tomorrowland jumpsuit. I would, I mean, oh, I wouldn't die if I had to wear that. Wilderness oh. Lodge wouldn't be too bad. Oh, I don't know if I know that one. They're just basically like all khaki, I believe. Hmm. But I remember when we visit there all the time, I love going there and thinking like, oh, that wouldn't be too bad. Huh. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're always eyeing up other costumes when you work there for sure. I mean, not, I mean, when you're a guest, you're doing it too. Uh, mostly either thinking, wow, what a cool costume or whoa, I would hate to wear that. Oh, I feel bad uh, Like for I that do. Kid. Every time I see that, uh. You... Primeval Whirl <laughs> <laughs> costume. Oh, the Animal Kingdom has some bad ones. They do. It used to be funny when you would work there and you would see someone in the, like, for me, the silver shorts and, like, a t-shirt. Because, you know, they, like, just got off and have to go, like, hang out with their family or whatever. So they can't, like, oh, yeah. go and change. So they would just, like, change their shirt. Uh-huh. You know, because you can't obviously wear your costume on stage when you're yeah. not working. I yeah, the that... Christmas party one, by the way, I just wanted to add that. That one's super fun. Uh, it's got Christmas trees all oh, over it. Oh, the tree it. one. Trees, yeah, yeah. yeah. You look like a cookie cutter. <laughs> Cute. You know? A yeah. fabric. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out in the roundup. Oh, yeah. So much fun, as always. Yeah, another episode in the books, I think. Milestone. Yeah. My gosh. So for many sure. fun costumes. Uh, I think it would be awesome. What a, I mean, okay, whenever I went to get my costume, it always seemed like the people working there were not happy. But I don't know. What a fun job would be to design some of those costumes. It would be that was a that would be the other Andy's roundup question is do you oh. have to design one for a, oh. but we can get back to that in another Yeah, time. something to ponder for sure. Yeah. Dream Disney job that may or may not costumes. exist. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks guys. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for listening everybody. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks for hanging out with us again for the seventh time. Hopefully you've listened to the other episodes, but if not, if this is your first welcome, Hope you enjoyed it. And we'll throw up on Twitter some of those awesome pictures of four mouths and sideburns and chops. And... Yeah, just in case uh, <laughs> you're curious. Let's do the... Yeah, I've been trying to put um, like a one picture a day on Instagram. You can follow us at Disney Philhar Podcast. One picture a day in honor of our topic for that week. And then I'll also I'm retweeting them to Twitter at Dis Philhar Pod, D-I-S Philhar Pod. And you can just search Facebook for us. We have a Facebook page. Go on there and like us. Yeah. And 
And thank we'll you. See you next time. Yeah, stay tuned for next week's episode. Uh, it'll be a nice surprise. Oh boy. Yeah. Woohoo. All right, guys. See you real soon. TTFN. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.